Hi, Richard here from eBike Sussex. Uh, today we're going to talk about the best ways to prevent your e-bike from being stolen. And here are my top tips on preventing your e-bike being taken from you and to help you recover it if it is stolen. So um, I've got personal experience of this. I had my own e-bike pinched and fortunately had a high bike e-connect tracker fitted. Um, which incidentally I fitted the day before the bike was stolen, which was ever so fortunate. Um, from now on, I'll always fit a tracker to my own e-bike as standard, and I do recommend it to others that they do the same. Now, the High Bike e-Connect tracker is superb, um, quite difficult to get hold of now. There are other trackers on the market, and some of our customers say that they find them from around 50 quid on Amazon with a year's worth of tracking. I know Apple have now brought out the tile system. That looks pretty cool. Um, but also you can get uh, systems that are wired in and powered through the uh, motor. The reason I liked the High Bike E-Connect tracker was that the battery lasted for up to six months um, on the tracker, even when the battery from the bike was removed. Um, so that was just a nice thing that you were charging the battery and it still maintained um, some charge over that uh, time period. So if you locked the bike up, took the battery, and then the bike was stolen, um, yeah, you've got more of a chance of getting the, the machine back. Um, it gives me great peace of mind um, that, um, uh, you know, obviously my bike's not going to be, uh, <laughs> it's not going to go far if it is stolen. Um, in my case, my bike actually ended up um, in Liverpool, which is pretty mad. So it was recovered by Liverpool police for me. Um, if you know anything about the geography of, uh, of where e-bike Sussex is, we're on the south coast, um, nestled between Brighton and Worthing pretty much. And Liverpool is quite far away. Um, so it's interesting how bikes are often stolen and they end up, um, you know, being different ends of the country, um, uh, obviously, when they're sold on. Um, so back to tips for preventing e-bike theft, security code or electric bike. Um, so at, at our store, we offer a security coding service whilst you wait. This is for the life of the e-bike and can make the bike up to 10 times less likely to be stolen. And if it is stolen, more likely to get back to you. The police recommend you get your electric bikes coded for this reason. If you purchase an electric bike from us, we'll uh, also extend your aftercare servicing period for a whole year um, if you've originally bought the bike from us. Um, so for security coding, this is a visual deterrent for thieves more than anything else. Um, so it's a tamper-resistant transfer that's fixed onto the frame. And thieves, you know, if there's a row of bikes, they're 10 times less likely to take your bike if it is coded. Um, obviously, <clears throat> there's still a chance that they could take your machine, but it is less likely. So if you do all of the other things you're supposed to do, like use a decent lock um, or in, uh, you know, <laughs> through my paranoia, I like to use at least three different locks when I lock my bike up, um, which we'll move on to now. So... Locks, locks, and more locks. My personal preference is three locks on an electric bike. This is usually split in the following way. So first, a heavy-duty D-lock or a plate lock that is gold, sold secure. Sold secure means it's insurance-rated lock um, of the highest rating. Uh, so insurance companies they all have their own stipulations we find that most of the companies um, that our customers deal with request a gold sold secure lock 
So it's always worth keeping the packaging when you um, purchase a lock, or at least make sure your receipt refers to its rating. Um, so secondly, I'd use a lighter cable lock to put through the front wheel, uh, through the saddle railings if it's long enough um, so no one can pinch your seat, and then around the back wheel or straight into a frame lock, like a high bike MRS frame lock um, or one of the other machines we sell is a Rally Motus. They use an Axa rear wheel frame lock like you see on Dutch bikes. Um, and then I would use a welded link chain lock, uh, either gold or silver sold secure. Um, and this may all seem overkill, but there is method to my madness because the chances of a thief stealing your e-bike if you have an insurance rated sold secure lock is much slimmer than a non-rated one. Um, and also if an opportunist thief is carrying a tool to break a bike lock, it is much li less likely they would have three different tools for each of the locks I've recommended. So a D-lock, slash plate lock, a thick cable and welded chain locks. So different styles of lock just give you a better chance of um, it taking longer for the thief to basically um, pinch a bike. The reason sold secure locks are often insisted upon by insurance companies is that they're more difficult to break into and will buy you more time than cheaper alternative locks. Um, so yeah, if, if you're local to our store on eBike Sussex, <clears throat> sure and by sea, please come and visit us uh, for help with your requirements. We've got lots of um, sold secure locks um, and non-sold secure um, to show you and talk you through. Uh, and then this brings us on to lock your electric bike up to something immovable. And this sounds like common sense, but many people lock their e-bikes to their car racks or the back of a motorhome and expect the bikes to be safe and expect their insurance to be valid. A car rack is usually made of aluminium and will be quite easy to cut through, especially compared to a hardened steel lock. So it's actually weaker than the lock itself if you're locking it around that sort of thing. And also check with your insurance company to see if they have stipulations about where you can or can't lock the electric bike, as they will likely be basing their advice on previous customer experiences, as they will want to obviously limit the chances of having to pay out for the theft of your e-bike in the future. So they're trying to mitigate any losses and they'll do that by stipulating things like, um, you know, uh, if it's <clears throat> around a tree that's thicker than two inches thick, uh, if it's locked around a tree, then you may be covered. If you've locked it around a car, a car is a movable object, you're not covered. Every insurance company is going to be different. Just look at the fine print before locking your bike up. And uh, another thing we've noticed is a few insurance companies even insist that you take a photo of the bike once you've locked it up. Um, you know, whether or not that's in your interest to do, yeah, but if you're not insured unless you do it, you know, you need to find out. Um, uh, another useful tip is to make sure the post, if you're, let's say, there's a parking um, uh, parking notification um, post and you lock your bike to that if it's um, six footish you know a lot of them aren't particularly high we've heard of a few stories over the years of bicycles and electric bikes where um, a thief has actually slid the bike up in the air uh, lifted it into the air over their heads and it's been lifted over the post and and the lock mechanism obviously coming off the post as well so make sure that if you're locking it to something like a post make sure it's a tall post like a lamp post that sort of thing um, now the next thing to think about is remove the e-bike battery 
So your awesome electric bike comes with, um, you know, maybe a three, four, five or 600. Uh, next year, we're looking at 730 watt hour batteries. Um, it's locked onto the electric bike's frame with a key unique to the bike. Why shouldn't it be left on the machine when you leave your bike locked up at the shops? Well, it will devalue your e-bike's value to the thief if you take the battery with you. So it's less desirable for the thief because they'll have to get a battery or whoever they sell it to will have to get a battery um, you know, before it's a usable product. Um, it can devalue your e-bike by what, maybe a thousand pounds, sometimes less than that, but a reasonable amount of money. So our advice is to take the battery. Um, if you've got head unit controls, if they're removable, like let's say the Bosch Intuvia or the Nyon or uh, the Kiox display, remove that head unit and take it with you. Um, make the machine less desirable and of a lower value to make it less likely to be nicked. As for removing the head unit controls, if your Bosch e-bike has a Kiox fitted uh, and the Neon display as well, the newest system has this, um, you can pay to access the head unit lock. And that basically uh, means that when you remove the head unit, the electric bike will not function as an electric bike unless you have the exact same head unit refitted to the bike. So it's coded like a car key, um, like a key immobiliser but for an electric bike. So that's a, a pretty cool upgrade you can pay for with some of the Bosch systems. Um, I hope that's enough info for you, for starters, and I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Um, for further info, please visit our blog. Um, so it's the Electric Bike Blog on eBike Sussex website. Thank you. Hi, this is Richard from eBike Sussex. Here is part two of the best ways to prevent your eBike from being stolen. Uh, so take down the chassis number of the e-bike. Um, that can be situated sometimes around the motor area, sometimes under the battery. Um, and a serial number, which you'll find on the e-bike's battery. So those unique identifiers um, are a brilliant way of you proving it's your bike um, if it's ever stolen. Um, you could also take down the pin number on the security coding uh, tamper-resistant transfer if you have one fitted. Um, I'm also an advocate of using UV pens for writing address details or mobile numbers on the frame or battery. So if your e-bike is recovered by the police, they could see the hidden owner details if they shine a UV torch onto the bike. Um, there are also other systems like microdots you can hide on your beloved e-bike. The problem with that is then tallying it up with yourselves if the bike is found. So a UV pen is a good way of you doing it or a security coding system like the one we sell. So going back to my experience with having my own electric bike stolen, the bike was not locked up because it was in a locked storage unit. So that's a big schoolboy error. I could have improved my chances of scuppering the thieves by having a camera with motion detection in the shed. So uh, the systems available now are superb. You can use a rechargeable battery system, uh, like a doorbell, like the ring system doorbells, um, connect it to your home Wi-Fi, and then log in to view your beloved e-bike. Um, you can set them up to notify you if there is unexpected movement, for example, in your shed. Do think as well, often, um, I think there are statistics to show that you're more likely to be broken into or be robbed 
um, if someone's breaking into your home during a storm. So if the weather is particularly stormy or rainy, um, I guess uh, a thief can get away with making louder noises and not being caught. So they're the times when you don't necessarily want to go down to the shed to see if um, you know your your bike's still in there. And having a remote way of you doing that is brilliant, especially if you're on holiday as well. Um, if you've got a notification whilst on holiday or at work that someone's in your shed, you could log into your phone and just see, you know, what's going on and potentially contact the police or a neighbour uh, if you think someone's where they shouldn't be. The next thing I should have done is uh, use a ground anchor. Now, this would have um, either been like a large metal loop set in concrete, like you see at stations and in the centre of many bike-friendly towns and cities. Uh, this would have made the machine less mobile, um, as I would have had something solid and immovable to lock the bike to. Um, so for, for ground anchors, they also do a compact one as well. Um, my shed's pretty tight for space, so a compact ground anchor would have been better. Um, so lesson learnt, if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Uh, they can be screwed, the compact ones can be screwed into the concrete floor of your shed and you can loop your lock through them. There are also wall anchors which you screw into brick or concrete walls, they're particularly good as well. Um, I've also seen some pretty cool bike specific storage sheds that use a scaffolding bar as part of their main frame to allow you to lock your bike to them and therefore make it much more difficult for thieves. So if you don't have a storage solution yet for your e-bike, think about getting one that's specifically designed for an e-bike. So let's say you didn't get a chance to do all the things I've mentioned uh, before in part one and uh, just mentioned for your e-bike, or you did do them, but unfortunately a particularly persistent thief has successfully stolen your pride and joy. Um, you know, now what? Um, I would advise you to first contact the police and get an instant number just in case you need to claim on the insurance. Um, give them your contact details and the unique identifiers that the bike has. It's also useful to have the brand of e-bike, the model name, the size of the bike and the colour to hand, and if it's got any particular accessories fitted to the bike. Um, fish out a recent photo of your e-bike and email it to local bike shops with your contact details and explain that your machine has been stolen. You never know if the thieves will try and sell the bike on at a local store or often they will be ringing up local e-bike dealers to try and get a charger, a battery or head unit for their new acquisition. So another tip is to store your head unit, battery and charger indoors and not with your e-bike. Same goes for your keys for the e-bike. Um, you could also post on local Facebook group uh, pages to say your e-bike has been stolen and see if anyone has information as to its whereabouts. So finally, with my e-bike when it was stolen, as previously mentioned, it had a tracker hidden on it. So I could log into my app and with a heavy heart see where my lovely e-bike was. I could see it being ridden around and moved about. Um, I do not recommend you try and retrieve your e-bike yourself, even if you've got um, uh, some particularly um, <laughs> uh, strong friends it's much better for you to contact the police and tell them you have a tracker and app and that you would like them to retrieve your stolen goods for you. They may wish to see a copy of your original purchase receipt, so have that handy, and a photo of the e-bike. In my case, 
Sussex Police were amazing. Um, they actually had to contact Merseyside Police Force on my behalf and they used my login for the tracking app to view where the stolen bike was and they could see where the bike was being cycled and where it was being stored. They then helpfully picked it up for me and um, I arranged to collect it from the police station. So I was over the moon, the police were too. Uh, in my experience, a tracker is the best way to get your e-bike back if it is stolen. You may also want to ask your insurance company if having a tracker fitted will lower your premium. Um, I hope these tips help you keep your lovely e-bike safe from theft and that if your bike is stolen, you now have um, some idea on what to do next. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast and um, yeah, see you in the next episode.